Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I am your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. We have a huge show for you this Thursday, December 19th. I'd like to wish everyone a very happy National Regifting Day. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Regifting, by the way, great thing to do. Got a big show today. Coming up next, Craig Trapp, El Huapo, will join me. Let's talk about some college bowls and some college basketball. And I'm going to ask if you're not good enough to make the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, what bowl do you end up with? That's a question mark. I'll answer it after the break. Joe Duffman Duffy will be joining me for some NBA. And we're going to talk. I've got four games to go through. You have to wait and see which ones they are. And finally, Chicken Dinner himself, Chip Chirimbus, will join me. We're going to talk some NFL football. We're going to be covering the Monday night football game. We're going to be covering uh, the Monday football uh, the Monday football game. We've got three others to cover. Some good stuff. Chicken dinner's here. We're going to cover it all for you. Be sure to have a pen and or paper handy. And or. I suppose a paper without the pen wouldn't be much use unless you're going to slit your wrists and write it in blood. And I don't recommend that. Look. Picksandparlays.net. We've got a lot of free picks on the site for you. You want to take advantage of that. But we also have expert picks, extra analysis, extra thoughtful picks from our 35 expert resident handicappers. You can purchase their picks. And right now, just for you, we have a very special offer because it's the bowl season. There are two offers we have for you, actually. Not one, but two. Are you ready for this? First is we have a handicapper special. That's right. For $1.99, you get all the handicappers' picks. All the handicappers you choose, that could be one of them, you get all of their picks for the bowl season. But if you, for $2.99, an extra 100 bucks, you get to double the cappers, make it two. The other offer we have for you is 15% off across the board. Load up the basket with whatever you want and use code BOWL for 15% off. Make it easy. All right, I'll step aside, take a break, gather my thoughts. Only allowed to have one of them a day. Um, when we come back, I'll be joined by El Huapo himself, Craig Trapp. Let's talk a little bowl specials. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. And by the way, my uh, Christmas has arrived early, as you see I'm using. If, by the way, you can only see it if you're watching us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Obviously, you have to visualize this if you're listening to us on the radio on the Sports Byline Network. I'm using my patented Picks and Parlay studio mug to enjoy my alcoholic beverage as uh, we try to get ready and give you a great show today. It's, it's whatever it is. It's a, uh, I think that's flammable. All right, let's welcome to the show uh, the boss man himself, uh, resident capping expert, Craig L. Wapo Trap. Craig, how are you doing? Ah, pretty good. Last day in Vegas of 2019. Uh, I'll be back in a few weeks, but going to make it a, a nice winning one with uh, a couple of college basketball and one of your favorite bowls, of course, as well. All right, Craig. Let's get to it, right? If you're not good enough to make the Ida, the famous Idaho potato bowl, <laughs> what bowl do you end up in? Well, I guess, I'm guess, since we're talking Frisco Bowl, I'm guessing it's going to be the Frisco Bowl. Well, and, and if you're not good enough to in the Frisco Bowl, what bowl do you end up in? Toilet Bowl. It's like the Crisco Bowl. I don't know. Yeah. Same thing. Anyway, yeah. look, let's talk uh, Frisco Bowl bowling. <laughs> I, 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 I have to be. I have to be. <laughs> 
honest with you here, before we, before we get going on this, you know, I am not from this country. The bowl series, the bowl season always struck me as being a little strange. I can understand that, you know, you want teams that perform well to have an extra game in the postseason to play for. But some of these teams are just bloody awful. I mean, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yet they still make the bowl. Kent State who are playing in this bowl. Six and six, Craig. I mean, that's hardly tearing it up, right? Eight and four against the spread. It's only their second bowl since 1972. They, they, they've had more students shot on the Kent State's campus than bowls they have made uh, since 1972. Uh, and that is a pretty, pretty bad track record. That's I a bad stare. stat. That's a bad stat. <laughs> stat. You're going to cut that one, aren't you? Yes, don't do that. No, that. please don't do that. Leave it in there. No, look. Um, Let's start. Let's talk Frisco Bowl. Utah State, 7-5, seven 7-5 five, seven five against the spread. Disappointing season for the Aggies. They were hoping for a Mountain West Conference championship, uh, but they lost to Boise. They lost to Air Force. They sucked. Land, land in the Frisco Bowl. Sorry, folks. No potato bowl for you. They're 16-1. and one, They're straight up 13-4 and four, when a favorite. Look, it's all that quarterback, Jordan Love. He is a fantastic quarterback. Going to enter the NFL draft. Uh, he doesn't stop by the dispensary first. There's a few problems going on right now. Not sure if he's playing or not, Craig. We're going to talk about this. As for Kent State, uh, are they just happy to be there? I don't know. Uh, they won their last three games. That punched their ticket. Total's gone over in four of the last uh, six games. Utah are minus six favorites. Unless you stop by the dispensary, then it's uh, now just a minus one favorite. Uh, total 67 and a half. What say you? It sounds like Love might be suspended at least. Maybe he doesn't get the start and, and maybe out a few quarters or might be suspended for the whole game. Maybe even just sets out because we've seen these really high quarterbacks or running backs take the bowl games off. So I would not doubt if Utah State does not was without love for at, at least a part of this game, if not the whole game. The reason why I think Kent State's the play here, and I even see this at six and a half at some spots. I think Kent State, you know, they were good against the spread, eight and four against the spread this year. You know, Utah State, they weren't great against the best teams. I think their best win probably was Wyoming uh, on the season. I mean, Boise absolutely housed them. I mean, to me, they just beat a bunch of bad teams um, pretty much to get a little better record than we saw than Kent State. But I think Kent State, you know, not like the Mac's up, you know, they're obviously the Mac's not any better than uh, the Mountain West. But I'll take Kent State here getting the six and a half points. I just think in bowls, unders and underdogs is what you have to look at first. And, and I don't think this is an under game. Um, I think there could be a lot of points in this one. So, I think you have to play the underdog, which leads me to Kent State plus six and a half here. All right, Kent State plus six and a half. Like it. That's good. Uh, now we said we were going to do some college basketball. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with the Wolfpack, NC State against uh, Auburn. NC State eight and two, six and four against the spread on a three-game win streak. In fact, they're eight and two in the last ten. Two and zero oh, uh, straight up and against the spread away from home. Uh, the total has gone over in five of the last seven. And Auburn Tigers are perfect, Craig. 9-0, 5-4 against the Spree of Spread. Obviously unbeaten on the season. Last outing was a 67-61 a victory over St. Louis. 4-0 straight up. 2-2 two two against the Spread at home. They've gone over in all six games. Total, 151.5. Uh, Auburn, big favorites, 8 points. Expect a high-scoring game here. I do think this one will be up and down. You know, Auburn, Auburn had an unbelievable season last year. A lot, of, a lot of pieces they had to replace off of that Final Four team. Uh, very good coach Bruce Perla. Obviously has done great things here, but I think this is way too many points. NC State is a very good team. Um, they're 2-0 against the spread on the road. They've uh, been pretty good. Um, but they did come off a loss. I don't think they're 2-0 against the spread actually on the road. Maybe they're 2-1 because they did lose to Penn State last time out. Um, 
And they lost. Their big loss was to Memphis. I thought Memphis is a very good team, though, so it's not that bad. Auburn really hasn't played anybody. That's my thing here. They barely beat St. Louis, barely beat Furman, didn't cover in any of those. I think Auburn might win this game in a high-scoring track meet type game. Mm. But I think you got to take NC State getting all these points, so we're going to take NC State plus eight here. Yeah, and, and they do have momentum also being on the three-game winning streak. And you'd have to think at some point, you're right, Auburn 9-0. and They played nine not-so-great teams. They're going to meet a good team yep. in the Wolfpack, and it could stop there. I'm, I'm with you. I, I misspoke. I said they lost to Penn State. That's the game we're going next. That was Maryland. But uh, they're 2-0 against the spread. That's why they're 2-0 against the spread. Did you take your ginkgo biloba today? Boom. <laughs> Let's do the next one. Maryland, Seton Hall, the Terrapins, 10-1, and 5-6 against the spread. Look, they just blew eight. This is kind of what we were talking about, actually, because they just kind of blew that 10-game winning streak with that loss to Penn State. It was a little they, early on that. Yeah, it's all right. Three, still, still, they lost the 10. They blew the 10-game win, yeah. win streak. So, Or it actually was a uh, – uh, yes, it was. It was a, They're on that 9-game win streak. Okay, Maryland. We, they're 3-0 straight up, 1-2 against the spread at neutral sites, 2-4 uh, against the spread in the last six games. Uh, Seton Hall Pirates, and I'm going to do this one in my pirate voice for you. Arr, they <laughs> lost the last two in a row, my laddie. Most recently, a 48-68 to 68 loss to Rutgers. Arr. Can you say R? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Uh, Miles Powell's a doubt for this uh, comeback from a concussion. You tell me he's definitely out. I think he's a maybe, but I don't out. think he can remember because he's concussed, so don't ask him. All right? He's out. Otherwise, this line would be Maryland's favored by five. Yeah. If he was playing, I'm pretty sure this would probably be a pick em. Uh, pick him game. You know, he's an All-American, best player on their team, yeah. uh, probably a top 15 draft pick. But he doesn't even remember that right now. Right now, he's questionable. <laughs> he's questionable according to Nick, but he's not playing. He can't spell his name at he's, this point. He's, he's out they, indefinitely. But they're going to play him anyway because, you know, they graduate kids that can't spell their name, so that's normal. Well, Seton Hall, they're better than just, they're not a one-man team. I think a lot of people will maybe get confused because if you look at the stats, Miles Powell, I mean, he is a great player. But I like Seton Hall here. I just think Getting five points, I mean, Maryland's coming off a loss to Penn State. Penn State's not a world beater either. Um, so I think Seton Hall will come to play. This is a big matchup, you know, in, in the Northeast here. They're all These two are recruiting the same type of players, the same players from the same region. Right, so right. this is a bigger game, even though they're not from, obviously, from the same conference. But I think Seton Hall has a shot at an outright upset here, but I think easily covers this five points. And like I said, some reason Miles Powell will play. Like In other words, win. Craig, you like the Pirates, laddie. <laughs> okay. I like them a little more with the Pirate voice. Okay. Yes. Hey, like Andrew, how much longer do we have? Okay, we've got a minute left. So it's not time to do another game. We'll just hold it right there. We're going to keep our listeners and viewers on edge. If you've missed anything, if we haven't covered a game you want, go to picksandparlays.net. You'll see us rare. Lots of free picks, loads of expert picks. And again, every Monday through Friday right here on the Sports Bond. Oh, we got the new, uh, Allie and I did that bowl betting tips. So if you oh, go yeah. over to YouTube and search the how-to betting videos, we got a new bowl betting tips uh, for, for you guys. If you're not able to listen every day and get all of the bowls, because we'll probably cover them all, you can check out, you know, what you need to look for when it comes to bowl season. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we do have those specials right now. 15% off. Use promo code BOWL for everything in your bowl. <laughs> I put it that way. It's a good one. And we do have our capper special for the bowl season. You can choose any capper, and you're going to get all their picks for the bowl games for just $1.99. And if you want to pick two cappers, we'll make it just $2.99 for you for both. That's a heck of a deal. All right, my laddies, we're done. We're going to leave right now. Joe Duffy, Duffman, will be up next. Craig, thanks a lot. We'll be right back after this.
All right, thanks for staying with us here on Picks and Parlays. I'm Nick Gieber. Find me Twitter at Nick Gieber. Twitter me, twatter me. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to talk to us during the show, you can do that. Go to the comments section on any one of our social media pages, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Fill them out. Our production team here will see them, put them up on the screen, and I will do my best to respond to them. And we do encourage you to be as rude as humanly possible. Okay, <laughs> now we're ready to go. Uh, let's bring in our next resident expert, the Duff Man. The Duff Man cometh, Joe Duffy. How are you, jolly old Saint Nick? You know, my um, cousin Sean Duffy was listening to the first segment, and he was Snapchatting me, wondering why you didn't mention it's National Emo Day and National Hard Candy Day. I did see that it was National Hard Candy Day, but I don't like hard candy. I much prefer re-gifting. Uh, and it is National Regifting Day today, which I thought was more appropriate, quite frankly. Because you know what we're doing, Duffy? We are regifting picks that we have we have created to our viewers and listeners so that they can make money off them. And uh, I promise to keep the dead student jokes to an absolute minimum this segment. Okay? Yes. All right. Well, it's 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 the good thing about National Hard Candy Day is my picks aren't going to aren't going to suck. So that's ah. irrelevant. Uh, you know, I actually offended the sensibilities of uh, chip chicken dinner chirimbus. I, I can't believe that. Okay. All right. Let's go. What are we talking? Oh, we're going to do NBA. Let's do NBA, shall we? Um, and I want to start actually with the game where there is no line, and I want to talk about it briefly. Uh, no line between Lakers and Bucks, and the reason for that is uh, no one knows if uh, Anthony Davis or uh, or Zoom is going to play. Uh, in this game, and as a result, I think there's no line as of right now. Maybe that's changed. Uh, but the Lakers coming off their loss to the Pacers, as well, as are the Bucks. Uh, they're both uh, 24 and 4. Lakers are 16 and 12 against the spread. Bucks 15 and 13. Uh, help me out with this one, uh, Duffy, because it's probably a game to avoid, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Well, I can bring a little bit of clarity to those uh, injuries. Anthony Davis missed Tuesday. But it looks like he should, should play. I would go so far as to call him probable. Of course, he's mm -hmm. one of the best players in the league, averaging 27 points for uh, 27 points per game, 9.3 rebounds. Kyle Kuzma, though, is going to be out for the late show. And he's a, a very good role player. Yeah. And again, as I say, it's all, guys like Kuzma, their injuries, their absence or their return, more likely to sneak under the radar than Anthony Davis. And that's one of the keys. Of course, Anthony Davis is a much better player and much more important but his absence or his return to the lineup isn't one that's going to really sneak under the radar. So I think, you know, Kuzma's injury from a betting, betting standpoint yeah. is probably a little bit more uh, and, relevant. And, and you're yeah. saying that he is probably not going to be playing. Yeah, I think Davis will play. Kuzma will not. Interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I found this to be a fascinating matchup because both teams are sort of coming off what I think you'd have to say were – Surprise, unlikely losses, although, you know, uh, les bon temps can't roulet all the time. At some point, they have to stop. Yeah, and of course, you know, the Lakers were obviously very shorthanded. This yeah. is very interesting. There is some handicapping relevance, but this is only the second time in NBA histories that beyond December the 19th, where you're going to have two teams with four or fewer losses, and now two teams with a winning percentage of 850 or above, not necessarily this late in the season, but overall does go under at a 74 and 59 rate. And what that tells you is that there's probably going to be a lot more intensity than there normally would in a regular season game. I always say intensity shows up on defense before yeah. it does offense. But, you know, King LeBron, he was kind of downplaying. He's like, look, I played in 293 games. This is just another 
regular season game for me. And that makes perfect sense. I think if you're looking about motivation, it's much more of a statement game, I think, for the Bucs. I agree. Uh, still going to be a fabulous game. I'm going to watch it, rest assured. This is going to be, this is a better and a fans game, I believe. You get both on this one. Uh, Jazz at Hawks, Utah, 16-11, and 11-16 against the spread and a three-game winner. Most recently, 109-102 win over the Magic. They're 5-8 and eight straight up, 5-8 and eight against the spread away from home. Uh, Mike Conley still out with the hamstring. Total's gone over in five of the last six, and the Hawks, 6-22, and 12-16. They've lost the last five in a row. In fact, they're 2-8, and eight, losing 120-143 to to the Nets the last time out. Uh, John Collins is suspended still. He's serving mm -hmm. his 25-game suspension, apparently for sharing his Netflix password, which I think is the NBA coming down a little hard, but, you know, uh, they're 3-10 and 10 straight up, 7-6 against the spread at home. Uh, they've gone over the total in 15 of the last 20. Uh, Utah favorites here, six points, 222.5 total. Yeah, if Collins had shared his picks and parlay password, I'm pretty sure they'd have him out for the entire year. And, you know, that's obviously relevant. Of course, he's been out for a while, but he's really their number two weapon behind Trey Young. When he does come back, he'll give him a little bit of a lift. I know there's already some talk that Lloyd Pierce might be on the hot seat. I think they're going to wait till John Collins does come back, and hopefully the Hawks can be a lot more competitive. Uh, the NBA is the one and only sport where I do consistently bet on road favorites. That's because my computer tells me to do that. But the exception is when the road team is much hotter than the home team, of course, what's the public going to think? Fairly small line. Of course, I'm going to bet on the hotter team. And as always, odds makers one step ahead of you. So teams that have dropped at least 16 out of 18 and getting six or more, a pretty decent 411, 363, and 17. Now, that's not one of my best systems, but what it is, it warns you, don't do that knee-jerk thing. Small, fairly small line, much hotter team. So it's really basically the odds makers giving Atlanta a couple extra points because they know the public's tendency is going to be to, to do a team um, to bet on the Utah Jazz. And, yeah, like you said, Utah is shorthanded themselves. Mike Connolly, who a lot of people think the Hawks should have drafted many years ago, 13.6 points per game, 3.3 rebounds, 4.2 assists. All in all, uh, I'm going to go. You got to win. What do I say often? You got to win ugly. Uh, the Hawks, I think, are good, good value here because anytime you got a blistering hot team against a blistering cold team, counterintuitive, usually the blistering cold team is good value. All right, good value. Speaking of good value, you can get it on our website, picksandparlays.net, right now. Special going on, 15% off. Use promo code BOWL. Uh, let's get back to the NBA uh, with the Duff man himself, Joe Duffy. His brother, Sean Duffy, apparently, feeding in his ear all of these statistics. They're a team, you know. Joe is, Joe is the front man. Sean Duffy is really the, the master, the maestro behind the curtain. Isn't that right, Duffman? There is no question whatsoever. He's got that strong Irish accent. They figured an Irish accent and a British accent. You yeah. can't have that on the same show. That's why they decided to have me on instead. And you can get the two cappers, both Sean and Joe, for just $1.99, which is a great deal right now. Okay, uh, Houston Clippers. Houston, 18 and 9, 12 and 15 against the spread, coming off a 109, 107 loss. Uh, pardon me, win over the Spurs. Uh, they're 8 and 5 straight up, 6 and 7 against the spread away from home. Uh, Hilario, Green, Gordon, all out indefinitely. Total has gone under in five of the last seven uh, for uh, Houston, for the Rockets. The Clippers, 21 and 8, 17 and 12 against the spread. They're 5 and 1, the last six. The last outing was that win over the Suns. 
They're 14-1 straight up, 11-4 against the spread at Staples Center. Jermichael Green is doubtful. Uh, they're 10-0 straight up, the last 10 at home. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, when I have Triple B on here and we talk basketball, he says, but I always say when they're 10-0 at home, if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it. Clippers minus five, favorites, total 231. How do you like this one? Yeah, I actually think um, Jermichael uh, Green is going to be out for the uh, Clippers. He's a pretty pretty solid player, but I do yeah. not think he's going to play at all. Um, at least the early going, and again, I, I, I've said I don't really weigh contrarian as much as I did in the past, but I do very much agree with, uh, you know, Brent's network where they always warn you about being careful of uh, the chic underdog. The public, at least early, early is betting on Houston, and if it's it's that you know sometime in mid-afternoon and whatever and closer to game time that might be a little bit of a sign that the clippers are a decent bet uh the clippers as you said much better at home than on the road but no real edge spread rise in fact if anything i was expecting it to when you have a big dichotomy like that usually it levels off if anything i thought the computer was going to tell me uh that the that you know the clippers would be a good bet now on the road and not so much at home but Ran a couple numbers specific to the Clippers and really no real edge betting for or against them. But, yeah, well, with some injuries here, um, you know, it's a little bit tough to say. And since the computer didn't actually talk me out of uh, downtown Brown's theory, you know, d don't mess with it. Since the Clippers have been so much better at home, I do uh, lean towards the Clippers laying the five. All right. Uh, you're going to concur with the triple B. Good for you. Okay. Nets at Spurs. Uh, the Nets, 15-12, and 15-12 and 12 against the spread in a two-game win streak, coming off that win over the Pelicans. They're 7-7 seven and seven straight up, 7-7 seven and seven against the spread, both of those away from home. Obviously, injuries are a major issue with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving both out. Uh, the total has gone under in five of the last six. And for the Spurs, they're 10-16. and 16. Couldn't have happened to a nicer franchise. Uh, last outing was a loss to the Rockets. They're 7-7 seven seven straight up, 4-7-1 against the spread at home. 8-2 and two straight up the last 10 versus the Nets. Total has gone over in four of the last six. Uh, the Spurs, though, home favorites, 2.5 points. Total, 218.5. Why are they home favorites? They've got a bad record, and they're not very good. Yeah, and in fact, it's interesting that you should uh, mention that, Nick, because like I, I said, that is a general rule of thumb. Uh, when you look at the straight-up records, if nothing else, and then you make a line, and the line doesn't make sense, you actually go with what the odds makers are telling you and going with the counterintuitive line. But when I put in some numbers here, it didn't actually say that it applies to this game, and frankly, none of this, the save ones um, apply. But, yeah, that does – under most circumstances, you would kind of lean towards San Antonio. Uh, the Nets, Nawaba is probable with a sprained right ankle. He's playing very well as of late. 8.9 points per game, 2.6 rebounds in 16.6 minutes. And Jared Allen, in particular, on fire for the Nets over the last 17 games, 14.5 points per game, 68.8% shooting, and he's grabbing 11.7 boards, also now second in the NBA in field goal percentage. So he's a player that does seem to be getting better and better and better. And the Nets are playing fairly well, 11-5 and five record uh, straight up going back to November the 15th, but they're second in the NBA in field goal percentage and uh, effective field goal percentage which is based, you know, points per possession, et cetera. So they're in a very nice groove. And I think in part, because it looks like Jared Allen's exactly. legitimately a player that keeps getting better and better. So I think really because of a, a rising star, yeah. they're a little bit undervalued and I will yeah, go quickly. We, we got to go. Okay. Next. We'll be right back. 
All right, we're back on Picks and Parlays. I want to thank Joe, Duffman Duffy, for the last segment and apologize for cutting him off so abruptly, but we were running up against a break. That break is now over. And now we're back. But the Duffman is gone. But never fear. Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus has joined me in, in the studio. And we're going to talk some NFL football. Chipper, good to have you. It's great to be here, as usual. Yeah, it is good to have you because we're going to talk NFL football. We've got great. four interesting games, including... Uh, the Monday Night Football Packers at Vikings matchup. Right. We're going to talk about that one. But uh, do you want to start with the Chiefs? Well, uh, let's start with the Packers game. That Monday oh, you want to start with the Monday yeah, Night well, game? Yeah, I'll tell you why in a minute. But um, really interesting. Because that two Craig of the asked things, us to? Well, beg your pardon? Because Craig asked us to? <laughs> yes, because Craig wanted us okay, to do okay, it that Okay, okay, that's a good thing. So that's why we're doing it. But, um, you know, here we have Minnesota at home, five-and-a-half, six-point favorite over the Packers, which I think is a, a pretty strong number, Nick. Yep. I mean, Green Bay is 11-3, and three, though they only covered one of the last five times they've been at Minnesota, and they're only 3-7 and seven as a road underdog overall. But, you know, Minnesota has put on some great numbers, at Nick, when playing at home, going 36-15 and 15 in their last 51 games. But in their last 17 games overall, Nick, against teams of winning percentage, They've only covered four of those 17 games. So they're tougher mm. to competition. It looks like the Vikings um, come back toward the number. The home team in the series is 6-1. and one, But now we got some juicy stuff. They're 8-2 and two to the under in their last 10 meetings. 5-0 and oh to the under when they play in Minnesota. And Green Bay is 7-0 to the under within the division. So I think uh, also Green Bay plays to the under against better competition, against winning, winning teams. They've gone eight and three to the under. I think the under is the way to go here. Uh, Minnesota needs the game desperately, but Green Bay well, uh, is always there. Oh, wait, the hold weeks. on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Go ahead. Hold your horses there, Chambers. Sure. Because uh, actually the Packers, yeah. they need this game because their perfect NFC North record is on the line here. Well, I don't know. You know they're in first hold place. On, hold on. But, uh, no, no, they want that perfect record. That, you know, th that is important to them. Sure, the Vikings need it. The Vikings, what's interesting is you've got two teams, both are on a bit of a hot streak right now. Okay. Excellent. You know, points. The, the, the Vikings 6 0 straight up at home. I mean, they're, right. they're doing gr great work at home, and they're 4 and 2 against the spread at home as well. Uh, and, and the total has gone, five, uh, gone over, though, in five of the last six for the Vikings. Um, this is one of these things where you've kind of got contrarian statistics. Yes, it, here. this always happens. But, Nick. But, but when I look at this game, I really think ultimately, at the end of the day, this game's going to come down to two teams with great records, 11-3 for the Packers, 10-4 right. for the Vikings. Who wants this game more, Chip? I think it, these are well evenly matched. This should be a great game to watch in terms of from a betting perspective. The Vikings are the home favorites, five-and-a-half-point home right. favorites, uh, and the total 46. And you're saying go the under? I'm saying play under because— But, you know, I like, I like under because I think when you've got two evenly matched teams exactly with it. a lot on the line, right. they're going to risk a lot less. And, and hold on. This is what's happening oh, here. Oh, there we go. Lane Eternal Master, by the way. <laughs> Snappy duds, Chipper. I agree, by the <laughs> well, way. Well, it's holiday time. You know, it's holiday time. We're dressing up. Um, thank you. But, you know, in the latter part of the year— when the better teams are playing against each other, there aren't too many runaway high-scoring yeah. games. I mean, we've, we've seen it. It isn't like it doesn't happen. Well, because happen. there's a lot on the line, right? Um, I mean, yes. you know, at the end of the day, Absolutely. there's a lot on the line, and so they're, they're less inclined to take chances. Exactly. They're going to play tighter defense. A little defense, more conservative. A little bit more conservative. Yeah, yeah. not look all to give sports. the ball up or give up an easy I, score. Or I don't care what sport it is. Yep. They're all the same way. 
Is that, is that why we always play under in a World Cup games? Yeah, because for sure. It's nil -nil, absolutely, right? absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. But the group yeah. stage games mm. might open up. Absolutely. So, you know, it just depends. Yeah, I agree okay. with you. Good, good pick. I like the under on this one, too. 46 points. And the Vikings, five and a half point favorites. Should be a really a good one to watch. And it is Monday Night Football, so it's on the, the big stage. That's right. This, you know, and it's, it's going to be a great stage. Here you have a little quarterback controversy where Rodgers not having as good a season mm -hmm. as he has in the past. And um, the Vikings quarterback not even being selected to the Pro Bowl. And everybody gets to go to the Pro Bowl. So um, there's going to be some storyline here by Monday night. I'm sure they'll build it up. I tell you what, yeah. why don't we go from two teams with great records that are playing great football right yeah. now to two teams, uh, not so much. Let's talk Bengals at Dolphins. Uh, the Bengals are still looking for that first elusive home win. We're coming down to the very last days of the season. And they're 0-7. They're, they're, they're 4-7 against the spread away. They haven't scored more. Chipper, I was looking at this. This wasn't a stat I read, okay? I'm sure it's out there, but I didn't see it. They haven't scored more than 22 points in a game since the beginning of October, and then it was 23. So, you know, they're just an awful team here, yep. the Bengals. The Dolphins, they've lost two in a row. Uh, they did just lose to the Giants. Two of the three wins, though, for the, for the Dolphins, they, two of their three wins came at home. This game at home, I think that's the critically important piece. The total, though, gone over in four of the last five. Uh, for me, this is a this is just a pick 'em, right? I didn't see. It, well, they have it. it virtually. Miami's a one-point favorite, which means on a neutral site, they would probably have the Bengals as the favorite. Right. right? Yeah. And um, the Bengals haven't won a game on the road, like you said. And they did win one game at home. They beat the Jets. The green slime came through for me. We had Cincinnati, and we were so happy about this. But Cincinnati, you know, is eight and three against the number on the road in their last eleven in spite of their record, or despite their yeah, record. how is that? And two and six, because the points are an equalizer. Are so yeah. you know, <laughs> that happens. But yeah. the Bengals, again, have played to the under in 12, 4, and 1 in their last 17 games. But the Bengals here, I think, more than being concerned about the Dolphins, which I think they probably will win this game, I think that Cincinnati goes in and takes care of it. Because everyone's yes, they do. Because everyone's expecting them to be going, uh, looking to tank so that they can get Joe Burrow or Chase Young and that's a big enough decision for him. You know, you got Barrow, who's from Ohio, went to Ohio State, transferred to LSU, and became the most decisive Heisman Trophy right. court winner we've seen in years. And Chase Young is more of a sure thing because defensive, dominant defensive players on a college level can take that game to the pro level much easier than the top quarterback on a college level takes that game into the pros. But I do think that Joe Burrow has a shot. And Cincinnati, I mean, Greg Elwapo, what does he want here? You know, is he looking for Chase Young some defense or is he going to take Burrow? Yeah. Regardless, I think I think the, the odds maker is telling you that making this a pick em at home for, for Miami gives the Bengals a fighting chance. Well, you know, it's interesting we were talking about that. And, you know, I think when it comes to the Bengals, expectation and reality have met. <laughs> no, no one expects much of anything from them. No, and, and, and they deliver. And you Nothing. know what happens? They can win this game and then go on and lose the next yeah. week and still be assured the number one yeah. spot. So, exactly. You know, whether they're going to go defense or offense is their thoughts right now, and those are the two top players they're going to choose right. among. Let's move along, shall we? Yep. Uh, let's do uh, the Cowboys of Dallas against those pesky Eagles of Philadelphia. The boys 7-7, seven and 88-6 seven, and six against the spread. Big win against the Raiders, though. That snapped a three-game losing streak for them. Uh, they helped clinch the NFC East with this one, and I, that was interesting. Oh, Hold on. Go ahead. Dak Prescott is a question mark because what they're saying is a fracture, is a hairline fracture in his finger, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, they're three and four straight up, four and three against the spread away over from five of the last seven. And the Eagles, it's been a late season run for the Eagles with a couple of come from behind wins. Uh, that's got them still in contention. 
uh, for the division title, if you can believe that. Well, so four and three straight up, two and five against the spread. I know you want to talk. Yep, but under four of the last six. Uh, Dallas favorites, two and a half point, 46 points. Tell me I'm wrong about the finger. Well, I'm going to tell you that both of these clubs are in major disappointments this yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. At 7-7, seven and seven, Dallas 8-6 and six against the number. Philadelphia 5-9 and nine against the points, and they've been dreadful as well. But the thing you should have led about in this game is that Dallas is coming off being selected as Chip Trimbus' NFC Game of the Year. And they My go out and goodness. they pounded the yeah. Rams 44-21. to yeah, 21. That's, that's right, Chip. That was it, your game. It was my Game of the Year. We got well. more big doings this weekend as well, so don't let it go, slip it by you. But Dallas is 16-5 and five in the division. In spite of this poor record, they're 21-9 and nine on grass. But like you said, so many of these trends conflict, and you can turn yeah. and come up and make the other side look like a winner very easy. Dallas is 13-5. and five to the under in December. And that plays to what we were talking about, yeah. better competition, better teams late in the season. Um, you're weather. not going to be fooling yeah. people with trick plays. Right, late in the right. I mean, it's very unusual that it happens. And, and so so how unfortunate is it that your quarterback's going to potentially be injured or yeah, be that's, playing the gimpy? That's definitely a concern. And, um, you know, Philadelphia is only 4-10, and ten, the last 14 at home. They've lost the last four against the points when hosting Dallas. And yet Dallas comes in here 11 and 5 against the points on the road, 6 and 1 yep. against Philly, yep. and the two and a half point favorite. And then again, it's a really tough call because both these teams are going to go into hibernation. We saw Dallas jump out and score a lot of points this week. I expect just the opposite this week. I expect this to be like we we're talking about Minnesota and yeah, Green Bay, a really yeah. conservative game. I expect this game to stay under the total. Right. How about the Chiefs and the Bears? I mean, are these teams capable of playing conservative? That's what I want to know. It should be a great matchup. The Chiefs, four wins in a row, including that yep. big win over the Broncos. Uh, it's not just Mahomes, but also a stellar defense. I mean, they're doing it, right? I mean, getting Absol it done. Uh, that's what's got them as 10 and 4. 6 and 1 away, 5 and 2 against the spread away. Under, under chip in four of the last five. And the Bears, uh, they lost to Green Bay, snapped that three game winning streak they were on. They've gone under in six of the last eight. Uh, but the Chiefs are road favorites here, five and a half points. And a lot, fairly low total, 44. Well, you know, as the Chiefs should Is be road favorites. I have 44 and a yeah, half right, right now, but it can fluctuate by game time. Who knows where it might be, you know. But regardless, this Kansas City team has been a great moneymaker for their backers. On the road of the last 30, they've covered 21 times. That's 70% ratio, 21 and 9. And on the road overall, 20 and 80. I mean, Kansas City on the road has been a moneymaker. They're 4-0 to under in their last four games. But look at Chicago at home, Nick. They're 7-1-1 and in home against teams with winning records. And they're 6-1, I mean 19-9 overall against the points at home. 12-3 and at home as a dog. These two, these trends clash big time here. Yeah. And, and there's really not too much we can do, other than the fact that we know that the Chiefs have played 4-0 to their last four games under, their last four games, and against... Chicago Bears in the last four meetings, well, they've gone under. But here's a question for yeah. you. What's the weather going to be like? There's another thing which will probably play, but see, um, play into the game and the style of the game. But I think if the weather is horrible, you'll see it reflected in the line by game time. So you're not, always, you're not always getting a bargain you think you are yep. because the, they know if somebody gets hurt, they're going to adjust the number if there's going to be bad weather, foul weather. I mean, they would drop it um, continuously. But these two teams, um, believe it or not, and Chicago just doesn't score many points. They have difficulty putting points on the board, and they're going to have to rely on defense to keep this close. And 
keep Mahomes contained. And by the way, Mahomes has been injured. He's been hurt. He's been gimping. He's had a bad hand. And that Kansas City offense, like I said, they won four in a row, and they're playing really good football. But it isn't like what we saw last year. Yeah. It's not that type of juggernaut where every time they get the ball, they're going to go down the field so, and score one way or another. So, Chirimbus, I'm smelling under yeah. here. I would say so. Yeah, I but would I mean, take that. Isn't that kind of priced in, though, at 44 and a half points? It's, it's a, I think it's a high number, but you have you to think give that's Kansas a high City. Number. Yeah, I do, because right. you have to, because Chicago's predicated on defense, and they got Trubinsky yeah, right, right, being right. quarterback. No, I agree. They're I agree. not going to score. But the Chiefs have that offense, that explosive offense, and that's going to be, uh, maybe that's the, the numer here, what's going to be going on. Um, this is a really tough call. It, it, it is a late game, and, and it's on Sunday night, and, and had another big winner Sunday night, 11-4 and four on the year. Don't miss our bailout winner, Nick. This game is sold individually. You can get it each and every week from Chip Chirimbus. And, and Chip, 15% off if you want that game. And, you, all you have to do, use promo code BOWL. You get 15% off on the website. 15% off anything you want to buy at picksandparlays.net. From uh, I don't think we're selling mugs yet, but you can get expert picks, loads of them. 15% off. And we do have a bowl special right now. The bowl now, package Chipper, is great. Which is you great, know, right? I've been written in, in the, the nation's media as a bowl college bowl wizard, and the playoffs are the big games and the big money are on the line. It's my time to shine. Yep. It's well, the A-play megabuck. I just gave a game of the year winner off of, the, off of uh, Auburn over Alabama, and then we just had oh, Dallas. Oh, you got that one. Right, we had right, that one. Yep. Right. So we're on a roll here with these big games, you know what, and they're all going to come fast and furious. Let me put it this Go way. Ahead. This is one of our most experienced cappers we have on the site. Uh, you would do yourself a real favor, especially with the bowl season coming up, to make Chip Chirimbus one of your cappers you pick. This is how it works. If you want Chip's picks, all of his picks for the bowl series, all you have to do is buy him $1.99 every bowl pick he makes. Right. But if you want to add in, say, Joe Duffy, you can do that. Rather than doubling that price, it becomes just $2.99. So $1.99 for one capper, $2.99 for two cappers. You get all of their picks for the bowl season. All right, we got to go. Chipper, always a pleasure. Thank you, Nick. Be right back. Welcome back, Picks and Parlays. I'm Nick Gieber. We've had a lot of picks today. Oh, really, I've forgotten half of them already, which is good because I'm going to recap them for you so you don't forget them. <laughs> All right, we had uh, Craig Trapp on. We had uh, Joe Duffy, the Duff Man. We had Chicken Dinner, Chirimbus on. Uh, great picks, everything from college basketball to we had the uh, Idaho Potato Bowl uh, to the NBA to the NFL, including Monday Night Football, the Sunday Night Game. We had everything for you today. So if you missed it, here goes. Let's start. Craig Trapp gave us college basketball. Maryland at Seton Hall takes Seton Hall plus five. NC State at Auburn take. NC State plus eight, and the bowl game pick. This was the Frisco Bowl. Utah State, Kent State, take Kent State plus six and a half. Okay. Then we had the Duff Man. His NBA picks, Jazz at Hawks, take the Hawks plus six. Nets at the Spurs, take Nets plus two and a half. And Rockets at Clippers, take the Clippers plus five. And we top it all off. We had Chicken Dinner Chirimbus with the NFL picks. Cowboys at Eagles, take under 46 and a half. Chiefs at Bears take under 44 and a half. Packers at Vikings take under 46 and a half. And hey, wait a minute, I'm seeing a trend here. Bengals at Dolphins take the under 44 and a half. So I tell you, Chirimbus is under everything. And that's good because uh, you want to go with his picks. He certainly knows what he's talking about. All right, folks, that's just about going to wrap up the show. I'm with you each and every weekday, 4 p.m. Pacific, one on the uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, one on the left coast. That's when we're live on the radio, and we're live streaming throughout the day and night at picksandparlays.net. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All you have to do is search for us and 
if you're interested in participating. Hashtag Parlay Radio. We'd love to hear from you. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Loads more free picks. Lots more fun. Till tomorrow, bet smart and always bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.